random fact. Most laughter is it because things are funny. Every culture in the world laughs, but surprisingly, most of our laughter isn't necessarily a response to humor. Less than 20% of laughter comes after jokes. Comedians are so going to come for me. According to neuroscientist Robert Provine, the rest is a reaction to regular statements and questions like, how have you been? The ensuing laughter, however brief, helps form social bonds since people will laugh together, go closer. Hello, it's Dana Begin. How have you been? Did you laugh? <laughs> Don't mind me. So, let's talk about comparison. The former American president, Theodore Roosevelt, once made this very striking statement. Comparison is a thief of all joy. Roosevelt must have known a lot more about life than he'd care to admit that there is absolutely no joy to be found in measuring our lives against anyone else's. Personally, I know that I've compared myself more times than I can count, and dare I say it must have been the same for you. And the thing is, every time we do this, we always come up short. We say to ourselves, why is it so easy for her to talk to people? Everyone loves her. Why am I not like that? I wish I were more outgoing and popular. That's such a good handle on life. Why do I constantly feel like I'm struggling to figure things out? Jenna is my age mate and she's already a billionaire. What am I even doing with my life? I wish it must be nice, be easier. I know these thoughts are like a vacuum that sucks the joy right out of life. And I strongly believe that comparison is the most foolish activity of all time. When we compare ourselves to others, we generally do so from a place of weakness. We see others at their best or what we perceive them anyways. And contracts that with where we feel we are. There's generally an enormous gap because deep down, we know we're capable of more. It's interesting how we rarely see ourselves as a work in progress and instantly get down on ourselves that we're not at the higher level we expect from ourselves. Genetic of wisely cancels. Don't compare your beginnings to someone else's middle. My mother would say in my native language, Yoruba, meaning don't judge your time by another person's clock. When we compare, we then fall into a self-destructive habit of jealousy. Can you think of any highly jealous person that are happy, peaceful, and content? Anyone you'd want to murder your life after? They say when we count other people's blessings instead of our own, we are bound to make accounting errors. Competition or comparison is not wrong, but comparing with others only convinces us of mediocrity and when we could be destined for greatness. There's only one person you should be comparing yourself to, and that person is you. Nobody can fit into the life we have, as effortlessly as you do, and that's why you should be your only benchmark. When you compare yourself to your past self, you can see the growth you have achieved, and the miles you must have traveled to be even 1% better than you have always been all this while. Let's explore another train of thought. I saw an article in my research on this topic from Scarlett Whistle, and he gave an interesting point. Have you ever considered using comparison as a tool? Yes, comparison is unproductive, but what if we practiced deliberate comparison? Stay with me, okay? What if we use comparison instead as a tool to instantly boost our happiness levels and start spiraling up? But there's a note of caution. To properly use comparison as a tool, we must follow two principles. We must follow both of them for this to work. 
One, use a skill of deliberate comparison to spark grad- gratitude levels. Positive psychology research from Harvard, Stanford, and UC Berkeley have found simple interventions can trigger powerful feelings of gratitude, which will at the same time boost happiness levels. In other words, if you deliberately increase your feelings of gratitude, you will naturally make yourself feel happier. No other outside resources needed. Grateful people are happy. Extremely grateful people are extremely happy. Are you still there? Don't turn out on me yet. The second principle is to use the skill of deliberate comparison to restore our humanity. If we deliberately compare ourselves to someone less fortunate than ourselves, we would be setting ourselves up with our own Achilles heel of pride, which will in the future become a vulnerable point for us. If we use the skill of deliberate comparison to spark up our gratitude levels and then do something about it in a way to help others, we can immediately self-start an upward spiral and at the same time avoid the pitfalls of pride and arrogance. Let's practice. Think of everything you have and allow that to fill you with a sense of gratitude. Gratitude is realizing you are the recipient of deliberate kindness. Whoever or whatever you give credit to, as for allowing you to live where you live, in what day and age. Personally, I credit Jesus for my blessings. Recognize you have received incredible conveniences not available to so many other people. You are so fortunate, incredibly fortunate, unbelievably fortunate. Now start comparing and contrasting every single fortunate thing in your life that you have in comparison and you'll feel less inclined to whine or complain. You've got an amazing life in comparison. You've got it so good. And this is where you use a second skill to start spiraling up. You now realize someone else is in pain. They are in need and you can help. Think about what you can do. There are so many ways to get involved, to help another. There are non-profit organizations and initiatives you can join with bringing aid. There's always someone helping. Help them. Or even start up your own initiative. Compassion literally means to suffer with someone else. Feel their pain and do what you can to help. When? Now. So what just happened? You just use a skill of comparison to boost your gratitude. Then you rekindled your humanity and decided to take action. You've become more conscious and aware. And it all started through deliberate, intentional thought. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, ciao and stay safe.